The Examined Sky by Eleanor Zeichner. The cloud is evasive. Ephemeral and ever-shifting, the cloud can disperse as quickly as it gathers. The captured cloud must be proven through data, classification, motion tracking, meteorological survey, photography. By the time it can be analysed, its trace may be invisible. In this way, the cloud can become weaponized when it is not witnessed. For forensic architecture, whose investigative model is predicated on the notion that every contact leaves a trace, clouds challenge the forensic methods of capture and analysis. They test the limits of proof, described by the agency's founder A.L. Weitzman as the threshold of detectability, things that hover between being identifiable and not. The grain of an analogue photograph or the pixel of a digital image at a certain scale renders the exact object of interest, a person or a feature of a building, indistinguishable from its surrounds, concealing them within the image. As clouds disperse into the atmosphere, their trace may only be found in poisoned crops, in the trauma of survivors, or in the slow decline of ecosystems. In Forensis, the Architecture of Public Truth, Weisman defines the concept of field causality to describe the multiple factors that affect a site of investigation. Field causality is a useful frame for describing forms of violence that are not ruptural, but rather slow and continuous, without clear beginnings or ends, those which might be considered to constitute an endless war defined by the permanent clash of multiple forces. As a subject, clouds exemplify the blurred boundaries of field causality shifting the relationship between data points from linear to relational. The investigations in cloud studies span 12 years, four continents, and varied atmospheres in between. Their field causalities reveal the pervasiveness of state violence, the porousness of global borders, and the corruptibility of the air. In Sydney, where our air has been compromised since the beginning of the last bushfire season, and arguably before that, Toxic clouds have already reshaped how we move through public spaces. The responses collected in this publication constitute a new cloud atlas, bringing localised perspectives and distinct context to forensic architecture's investigations. Just as forensic architecture draw on the cross-disciplinary tools of their colleagues, the writers chosen for this volume come from the varied disciplines and through them new lines of inquiry emerge. For all their ephemerality, clouds can be the most stable object on the horizon. In the 2017 investigation, The Caesar of the Juventa, forensic architecture used the position of cloud formations to dispute an accusation by the Italian judiciary that the NGO-operated ship the Juventa was colluding with people smugglers. Analyzing video shot during a mission to rescue migrants in the Mediterranean, forensic architecture used the position of the clouds as the most fixed object in a visual field without terrestrial reference points. Using motion tracking technology, they created a hemispheric radar image and placed the events on a verifiable chronology. Clouds evoke the limits of human knowledge, as Tom Mellick reminds us in this publication, explaining their use in the history of painting as expressions of fiction whirling into fact, moods externalised where weather and myth meet, and messages of all kinds are sought, conjured, ignored, and lost. But clouds can conceal as much as they illuminate. In his essay in this publication, Joel Spring considers the smoke from burning lime kilns in colonial-era Sydney, 
situating the built environment of Sydney as a testament to the erasure of Indigenous sovereignty. The first cement rendered by colonisers was made from crushed and burned middens of oyster shells on the site where the Sydney Opera House now stands. The colonisers called this place Limeburner's Point, overriding the Gadigal place name to Bagali, meaning where the knowledge waters meet. And clouds can herald a message or derail its intent. In the 2012 investigation, the use of white phosphorus in urban environments, forensic architecture were commissioned by the group Yeshgavil to demonstrate how the Israeli military's use of white phosphorus in Gaza was indiscriminate in its deployment in civilian areas. Israel denied the use of white phosphorus in urban areas, but when news footage and photographs of the distinctive tentacle clouds emerged in the media, the military claimed that its use was as a smokescreen for troop movement. They discontinued its use following court proceedings with newspapers citing a general statement that white phosphorus doesn't photograph well. In urban environments, the deployment of chemical weapons creates two clouds, the literal cloud, which can be measured and experienced, and a cloud of images and documentation created by the people targeted. In their 2014 investigation, the bombing of Rafa, Forensic architecture collected hundreds of images and videos uploaded by civilians to social media in order to compare the shapes of smoke plumes. This allowed them to create a 3D model of the event, locating the exact munitions used in the attack. Amnesty International later identified this attack as a war crime. The investigations Triple Chaser 2019 and Model Zoo 2020 used a bank of images scraped from social media to create photorealistic environments in which machine learning classifiers were trained to track the use of tear gas against civilians, synthetic images to trace synthetic clouds. Field causalities blur the boundaries between injustices, highlighting existing inequities as new ones emerge. In her essay in this publication, Talia Anthony notes the well-documented use of tear gas against children in juvenile detention in Australia, the vast majority of which are Indigenous. Further, the relational nature of field causality involving the spatial arrangement of simultaneous sites, actions and causes allows for cross-border solidarity. The pandemic offers some insight into life on Gaza time, states Michaela Sahar in her essay, one calamity providing a new lens on another in different time signatures and hemispheres. In his essay, Jason DiSantolo finds fortitude and lines of shared resistance between the Mapuche in Forensic Architecture's Investigation, Oil and Gas Pollution in Vaca Muerta, and Gudanji, Yanua, Garwa and Mara elders protesting against the MacArthur River Mine in the Northern Territory. In their granular specificity, down to the scale of pixels and microseconds, Forensic Architecture's investigative practices reveal our larger conflicts, spanning hemispheres and cultures. The cloud stands in for the whole, a synecdoche of violence on a grand scale. Together, the investigations in cloud studies demonstrate that the nebulous quality of clouds, veiled and shifting, is fitting for the multi-causal violence of our moment. The cloud evidences the past and is a portent of things to come. Mm-hmm.